The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. And on to Chris Bishop this evening. Chris Bishop is the founder, editor of Billionaire Tomorrow. And today is a work anniversary for you, Chris Bishop. I've got a note saying, be gentle with Chris Bishop. It's his 40th work anniversary. Four, zero. Did you start when you were 10? I'm a, I'm a kid still, but uh, 40 years ago today, July the 6th, 1981, I picked up a pen for the first time and wrote my uh, first story and joined my first newspaper. So uh, it's been an incredible ride. But um, I say it's been a lot of uh, a lot of pain, a lot of joy. But there's not another job I would have done, that's for sure, over the last 40 years. Where was that first job, Chris? The first job was on a newspaper called the Kidderminster Shuttle and Starport Courier, the paper I grew up reading. And uh, I was a junior there, did a four-year apprenticeship with uh, six months on probation. And uh, you got to do all the rough jobs, late nights, early mornings, weekend working. It didn't matter. We were there. But, I mean, that local newspaper training had set up the UK media industry for so much success for so many years. And the local newspaper is, is dead there. It's dead here. It's, I mean, local newspapers barely exist, I'm sure, anywhere in the world. But what a great training ground they were. Oh, they were because you got to appreciate, you know, when you did some tiny little story, uh, when you when, you know, many, many years later, when I came to Africa and you started reporting on, uh, you know, uprisings and wars and revolutions and uh, matters of great human input, you appreciated it all the better. You know, um, sometimes there was an old Scotsman I used to work for and uh, I used to come in complaining about some of the humdrum meetings I've been to. And he said, if you can make this stuff interesting, Chris, the plane crashes will be easy to write. <laughs> oh, gosh, the, the wisdom of uh, the wisdom of the ages, the wisdom of the ages. And I mean, I can't help but think that somebody as talented as Peter Ampedi could have done so well learning his craft in the local. Anyway, let's not get personal. Now, listen, Vinnie Lingham, guest on The Money Show yes. a couple of times in the past, and he is an extraordinary individual who's done good in the United States. You've been chatting to him. Yeah, no, we spoke to him in San Diego uh, live this week. Uh, yeah, he's, a, he's quite a character. He grew up in East London uh, in the Eastern Cape. He used to work in his dad's takeaway, helping him uh, sort of count the money uh, when he was away from college. But he studied in iTech and he made it to the States right in the middle of the financial crash of 2008 and 2009. And somehow he emerged from it and he launched his um, or co-founded an online gift card company just called Gift and worked like a, a dog on it for a couple of years, and uh, eventually sold it for $54 million two years later, which is not a bad return on that sort of thing. Yeah, he's quite a character. He's uh, pretty much down to earth. Um, and now he's got his own cryptocurrency as well, uh, Civic, uh, which he uh, launched um, four years ago. And he says it's going okay, but he's interested. He's got a lot, of, uh, a lot to say about cryptocurrency indeed. It's one of his subjects. Yeah, I mean, nobody's perfect. He's done many other good things. <laughs> Mustn't be mean. Uh, he's, he's brilliant and he's done incredibly well. Africa's richest man, um, Aliko Dangote, who's a, who's a good friend of yours. Um, and he is really working very, very hard in terms of, I think, trying to at least localize, take his businesses beyond just Nigeria. And he's a pan-African businessman. We know um, that he does incredibly well, but he is... Um, you know, big into exports 
Yeah, well, that's one of his great theories, is that Africa needs to export or die, basically. Africa needs to send out finished goods to the rest of the world to earn hard currency. And he's got a point. I mean, at the moment, as we speak, he's still working on this oil refinery. I mean, in the old days, uh, Nigeria used to have to send its oil overseas, get it refined, then buy it back at a premium. Um, so it could be used in Nigeria. But uh, he's trying to get over that, get enough capacity so Nigeria can refine its own oil and reap the profits. But this other one, it's uh, also in Lagos. It's a um, a fertilizer plant, and um, it's supposed to start exporting this month, July. And uh, it's got contracts signed with uh, Brazil. They're apparently very hungry for the uh, fertilizer here. And uh, what they're saying um, in Lagos at the moment, I was talking the other day to somebody, they were saying that they'd also like some of this fertilizer to go to Nigeria, which has got uh, hectically low uh, crop yield rates in uh, in the country, um, something like half of many other countries, purely because there's not, not enough fertilizer to go around. So uh, certainly he's a man with his eye on the future. And then the founder of Airtel has died. You describe him as a quiet billionaire. Um, Sensible billionaires are quiet billionaires. Uh, Talk talk to me about, uh, what's his name, Nashad Morali. Yes, he was uh, the founder of Airtel, if you've ever heard of the uh, big network Mm. in East Africa. He was, yeah, very quiet, very tough. I mean, they used to say he was very tough on the deal. Um, And I interviewed him a few times, including last year in the the heart of the lockdown. Very straightforward person, very sort of upstanding. I mean, he told me straight when at the time when... um, Everyone was complaining about the the financial cost of the COVID-19 lockdown. He said to me, he said, well, actually, it's big business for us because we've got to put up cell phone towers more and more because more and more people are looking to work remotely. So it's sort of boom time for us. So they can't really, uh, you can't really fault him for just saying it like it is. But he was... um, yeah, he was, he was a very um, decent guy. He was actually buried uh, 12 hours after he died on Saturday in Nairobi. He was, uh, yeah, quite a sort of family man. And uh, it's a shame, you know, in the East African wealth creation community, another person sadly has left us. Yeah, no, far too many. Thank you, Chris Bishop. Happy anniversary. I hope you celebrated well tonight. Founding editor, billionaire tomorrow. 40 years, 40 years in the media business. Um, And yeah, grew up on local newspapers in the United Kingdom. Four-year apprenticeships, all the lousy jobs, teaching the craft the way it should be taught. Um, And that's why he's lasted so long. Frankly, he had a good grounding. Chris Bishop, a billionaire tomorrow.